You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Here on the podcast, we pride ourselves on doing all our own stuff. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. Today, we're talking to Hollywood stuntman Gabe Hansen. That was great acting, Michael. Thank you. This, <laughs> this is the podcast. This is the podcast. It's the podcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. All right, that was that was brilliant, Michael. <laughs> I bet people don't know that Hollywood's w- going to be calling from this one. I'm sure our listeners at, uh, at home would be surprised to find out that I wasn't actually falling. <laughs> what? Yep. Nope. Sitting that's right here in my crazy. chair. I know. That's that Meisner training. How's the uh, no Ritalin going? It's uh, it's Adderall. Oh, Adderall. Uh, yep. Those are different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more or less the same thing. It's speed. Right. Uh, it's going well. I'm. I feel hungry. Yeah. All the time. Uh, Wait, did good, Adderall though. like make you not hungry? I guess so. I didn't really notice because I was so focused on whatever it was I was doing. Um, yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's speed, so it's it's an appetite suppressant, I guess. Um, I mean I, I always have a pretty good appetite, but now it's been so. Now that you're off it, do you feel difference. like you're eating more? Um, yeah, I guess so. Which maybe isn't a bad thing. Why does Adderall? For some people, like, make them focus. But, like, when I take it, I'm, like, you know, hyped up. You're still hyped up even if you're focused. Um, I mean, it's a stimulant. So mm-hmm. you kind of, like, hyper-focus on if, if you're in, engrossed in a certain task. You kind of, like, hyper-focus on it. Um, I, I had a legitimate prescription. It started as... A, <laughs> it wasn't legit. <laughs> yeah, it was legit. It sta- I met the doctor. She was a quack. She was a quack, yes. <laughs> but it started as a legit prescription. Yeah, so what happened like was... Tony on the corner is a legit pharmacist that gave it to me. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I, uh, I had a legit prescription for ADHD. And From a quack sc- doctor, though. No, no, no. She wasn't my first doctor to, to prescribe it. I had, like, a real doctor prescribe oh, okay. it. okay. But what happens is your body, with anything that you put in your body you start to acclimate to it. Right? right. So as you build up a tolerance, you have to just keep upping the dosage. So my prescribed dosage had become uh, 60 milligrams a day, which is pretty high. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'd have a day where I was feeling a little little sluggish, mm-hmm. you know, and I would, uh, you know, d- do like another half a pill, like right. 30 milligram pills. And that's that's pretty, pretty substantial. So, you know, I didn't really think of it as anything that was, I'm out of control, I'm a drug addict or anything like that. But um, in my, college we used to um take Adderall and chop it up and snort it. Yeah, that's uh, that's. But that was pretty, a that wasn't from a, a doctor. From a doctor, yeah. I mean, it's, that, that was prescribed by my roommate. It's a, <laughs> who liked to have fun. It's a pretty, I th- it's a pretty pretty dangerous thing, and it's one of those things where I used to say I think all adults should take it, mm-hmm. and I don't think any kid should. Right. But I mean, there are there are six year olds that were on the same dosage that I was on. It's pretty pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. I mean, we could literally do a whole show on it. Like it's Let's get in. I, I, I wouldn't mind talking to two parents, one that has a kid that's like on it and pro it, and then someone who's anti it. That would be a good episode. Yeah, I mean I, I think you know, I think my, my we were talking before we've talked in the past about parents having the best intentions, right? And I, I think that that's where that comes from a lot of times. It's like, you know, oh I just want little Johnny to do well so he can get <laughs> right. into a good college. <laughs> 
Well, he's Soon referring because I said that my mom would let me eat it, whatever I wanted from McDonald's. Right. Because she had the best intention. She wanted me to be happy. But it's the same thing, right? Like you're, you're like, you're, you're forming habits in right. childhood that right. could potentially last forever. You know, there's, I think the, the moral of this story is just that no one should have kids. Oh, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Let's cut that disease. No one should have kids. Cut no, that disease off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. You know what I did this weekend that was really healthy? I did... It was um, a workout class on paddle boards. Oh, really? Yeah, it was super cool and so it's a much lot of fun. Core. And it not was just like a lot of core. Yeah, because I love paddle boarding. It's like, you know, I, I it's like more of a relaxing thing for me than like sport. You know, it's just right, right. fun. But they were doing this is in Long Beach, Long Island. They were doing like workout classes on the paddle boards, and it was intense. Like we were was doing, this in like on the ocean or was no? This it was in a on pool? the bay. Oh wow! Yeah, it was but the, I mean, like the it's an open body of water. Yeah, oh cool. yeah, yeah. Um, and like usually, uh, me and my boyfriend will paddleboard for like two or three hours, but this was like a class. So like it was fifty minutes, and by the end you're dead because you're doing like lunges on him and squat and push ups and uh, I mean so it was like an intense That's class. That's so cool. You're laying down, you're doing sit ups on a paddleboard, which was so cool because you're like working out and you're like standing on water. So it was it was so much fun. It was really hard. Uh, anyone who's like I don't know, able to take a, a paddleboard workout class. I, Because you know what? It was fun too. It, I mean, it was hard. But then when you start sweating, you just jump in the water and then get right back on. So it's, it's like so constantly cool. refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I, I joined a, a gym with my friend this year because we were going to use the pool. Yeah. So of course, and my friend had never swum before. So he was taking like swimming lessons. Yeah. <laughs> so like the first <laughs> couple times. How old is it? Uh, he's like 30. Okay. So the first couple of <laughs> times we got in the pool, we just did the, the paddle boards. <laughs> Just going back and forth in like an Olympic-sized pool on the paddle boards. Yeah. And I'm in pretty good shape. And I was huffing and puffing by the end of, you know, a bunch of laps back and forth. Yeah. A, a lot, you know, like 25 well, or 30 I, laps. I did a, a mini triathlon <laughs> and the swimming was by far the hardest part. Like, by far. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so much total body endurance. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can cheat. You can cheat the form and get somewhere on like running. You know, right. even, on, even on bicycling. Yeah, oh, bicycling was the easiest. If part you want to move with efficiency in a in a body of water, yeah, you know, you really can't cheat the form. On, yeah, on swimming. And actually, it's the only way to go fast. Like the only way for it to end faster is by doing correct form. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, all right. We, we actually like. I think the paddleboard is as far as we got. You know how like we're gonna swim this year. Yeah. <laughs> we paddle. They did paddle boards in the ocean in a pool. Yeah, because it's it's the first thing they teach you when you're learning how to swim is the is how to kick. Um, not a real paddleboard, just oh, a little foam. Oh yeah, thing. you mean the little foam? I'm thinking of like oh, the yeah. Big, yeah, like yeah. these like eight foot paddleboards. Oh all. no, I'm I'm talking about like <laughs> literally in, like a, in a New York sports club. Like, I'm literally pool. talking about two grown men using <laughs> the things that you would see an eight year old learning how to swim with. Oh my god, that's really hilarious! You have like little floaties on your arms still. We might as well have <laughs> a little duck around your waist. Actually, it was pretty funny because the the gym that we joined, um, it was a, a gift to me. So he pays for my membership. Yeah. And like you'd see the two of us come out of like these two like like <laughs> ripped dudes come out of right, the right. Uh, out of the locker room, like strut into the pool, <laughs> it's like, and then get on yeah. these little things. People That's were definitely hilarious. like. People definitely thought that was my sugar daddy. Yeah. They knew, oh god! They knew he was paying for the membership. So, <laughs> oh man, that could lead to a whole different workout. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's go to our fitness question of the week. All right, cool. Um, okay, so this is from 
Allie L. in Astoria, and she writes, I'm a 5'5", 135-pound woman. What Wait, is the what, m- how much? She's 5 feet 5. Okay. 135 pounds. Okay. So she wants to know, what is the maximum amount of weight I should be using if I don't want to get big manly muscles? You can, yeah, okay, it, you're a woman. If you're not taking steroids, you're not going to get, you're not going to look like a man. You can, you can bench, you can pick up, you can curl with a lot of weight and you're not going to look like a man. You'll get right. really defined, your muscles will grow, you'll burn more fat, but no matter what, you're not going to look like a man. Right, and the more muscle you have on your body, the higher your metabolism. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, I would actually not focus on how much, but you want to you want to be working probably in the the eight to twelve rep range while you're working, and you can rest for 20, 30 seconds tops in between sets. If you're worried about putting on mass, you work like that. You know, you'll be able to consistently challenge yourself and uh, put on muscle without putting on bulk. And yeah, you don't you don't have enough testosterone. Yeah. That's it. And you, you know, I, I mean, I get that question all the time from, from clients. All the time, like, all the time. You know, I want my arms defined, but I don't want them big. Okay, you're not going to get that. And they, no matter how much you lift, I mean, when you're looking at these like women bodybuilders, that's mm-hmm. not their natural body. Like there, there's oh, yeah. stuff helping them out to make them that big and man. Yeah, you know, because they have that voice like a 12 year old going through puberty. With their, like, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I can squat you. I can break you in half. <laughs> like Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch. We were watching. Do you know, do you know what's, a, you want to hear something interesting? It's like my, this is not really answering the question, but just one of my favorite fitness facts. What? Do you know what, you know, you know about roid rage? Yeah. So, you know, people always assume that roid rage is caused by what? Testosterone. Wrong. What? I thought this for years. People think that it's a, an excess of testosterone. Oh, it's, it's too much estrogen. It's actually too much estrogen. Yeah. It's because the body starts to compensate, so it starts producing more estrogen. So it's actually like having like the worst PMS. So when you flip someone ever. off when you're driving, mm. it's really because you're being a big pussy. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what it is. You're not, you're not being all manly. You're being a little vagina. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess. I mean. <laughs> Is that a profound way of putting it? Well, because it's not, it's not even just, it, like, road rage isn't just about aggression. It's about emotion. So it's, like, that really marked, strong emotion. So it's, like, it's like PMS. It's, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> I would imagine. I don't know. My girlfriend doesn't get PMS. Oh, because she's perfect. Because she's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and she listens to the show. I know. I'm helping you out. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm really excited about our guest. So let's... Oh, did we answer too. the question? Yeah. You're yeah. not going to get big bulky yeah, muscles unless you're on steroids. So, Ali. So lift. Lay off the juice and you'll be fine. <laughs> all right. All right, cool. So our guest today is Gabe Hansen. Hey, hey. Hello, hey. Gabe. <laughs> He's a professional stuntman. <clears throat> Yeah. And uh, an athlete. Yep. Yep. Um, what's like time. the title? Like, like, what? Like, because I'm considered like a comic host. Like, what's the title? Like, what do you like? Title. What, what do you put like, on your tax returns? Yeah. On like, my what, tax returns. Like, what's your job? Like entertainer. Entertainer. Usually, I think it goes in. Stunt. Right. Right. Yeah. Stuntman. Stuntman. He's actually yeah. in the uh, the Planet of the Apes that's out now. Yep. Uh, Dawn what, of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet, Planet of the Apes. Of the How does one get into stunt work? Um, okay, well, I started out uh, as a gymnast when I was about 10 and did tumbling classes and then started to get into competing gymnastics. 
Um, then I went to college. You on the, uh, the Olympic track? The Olympic track? Yeah. Come, yeah, closer, I to your, track I come closer to your mic. Closer right to the mic. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was on the... Uh, you just did a forward flip. Closer to the mic. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> that was and my goal. And beat ten ninjas while doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That well, I actually, yeah, I was on the Olympic track. It was my goal to be in the Olympics. Um, but I had some injuries in my college career that took me out of it. I tore a bicep tendon Ooh. in my freshman year. Yeah, made a hundred percent comeback from that, but um, lost some time because of it. And uh, but the team. Team experience in college doing gymnastics was was great to to work on a family like that, you know. So uh, after that, I came to New York and I joined the circus. <laughs> what? Like the real circus? <laughs> yeah, kind of a circus, kind of a NYC party circus, uh, a group called Anti Gravity, and I was doing a show in the Tropicana, like bungee jumping from the ceiling in this uh, four-story atrium that they have oh, there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. I went bungee jumping off the highest bungee jump in the world, in New oh, Zealand. Really? Yeah. How high was oh, it? Oh, my sister did that. It was high. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> high. <laughs> we could Google it. But it was high and it was awesome. So you got to do that yeah. as your job. Yeah, every day. And oh, do some trapeze awesome. in there and some hand balancing, you know, chucking chicks up in the air and catching them. Um, but... I really wanted to get into the film and television industry. Um, so after a stint in Tokyo, uh, working for Disney, doing the aerial gymnastics thing, I came back to New York and got into stunts, which is really what I wanted to do. <clears throat> and who did, how did, like, how did, I wouldn't even know who to ask. Yeah. Who to ask yeah, to like, get into stunts. Some of my friends were already doing some work, so I kind of poked and prodded them and said, introduce me, you know, can I come hustle your set, you know, and introduce me to the stunt coordinator. And, uh, you know, after a year of doing that, I uh, got an opportunity um, and was, what do they call it, Taft-Hartley, into the union, and I started working. Cool. So, Which, what union are the stuntmen in? Are they we, SAG or? There's been push for their own union, but uh, yeah, SAG, SAG and AFTRA. Wow. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. So like, so, okay. So if uh, I'm just, Tom Cruise was in a fight scene. Yeah. So like you would be doing his moves. They just wouldn't show your fa yeah. face. Yeah. If I was, his, if I was his stunt double, yeah. then I would step in, you know, whenever there's danger for an actor. Right. Um, and then what? They just don't show your face. So they try yeah, to find or, or they try to get as close of a double as possible like right. a doppelganger if you will yeah do you know yeah. bradley cooper is looking for a stunt double dude you'd be right on well <laughs> do you know if ricky actually, lake is ricky lake looking for a stunt actually double someone that, that you know michael uh you know mark fischera fish you uh, met through mark Rogers. he doubled him on a few movies oh get out of here yeah yeah oh wow <laughs> small world so okay so what are some cool things that you've you've done on set um let's see uh i've been lit on fire i've done high falls i've been dragged by a taxi cab and uh jumped out of a taxi cab on the um east side highway oh man um how fast was the car gone maybe about 20 yeah so what you just jumped up you pad up you got you got hard shell pads that you put on you know like a motorcycle yeah. rider would wear and uh, yeah, you just uh, you really you, there's really no acting in that one. You just kind of <laughs> let, let the momentum take you. Let me yeah. ask you a question about that. So 
jumping out of a car or something like uh-huh. that. So obviously your background in gymnastics would give you a bit more of an idea how to do that without absolutely killing yourself than someone that with no no background in that. But how much of it is know-how and how much of it is just being willing to suck it up saying, I know being this is going to hurt. Yeah. And being fearless. Well, I think that, that uh, the know-how helps you with the fear of it because then you... You can figure what that you won't get hurt if you do it properly. If you know how to roll, you know, I've gone flying off the horizontal bar and the rings and the parallel bars in gymnastics a million times and never broke my neck. There are times that were really close, but mm-hmm. your inner sense, your air awareness kind of saves you. So, I mean, you, you break it down to the, okay, I'm out of the cab. This leg touches ground first, then this elbow back. And you're kind of absorbing at the time, at the same time as propelling it. If you if you need to really roll. <laughs> and how about getting set on fire? How do they decide? Hey, you're the guy. We're gonna set on fire. <laughs> I mean, unless it's a, du- a yeah. double situation. How, what per, what makes one person uh, more, qualified. more qualified to be set on fire than somebody else? I, I would say probably their experience going into it. Like if it's the first time. Yeah, I had to audition, and I've. I've done safety prep around some fire stunts before, so I had prior knowledge to what it has to do. Then we had this was when I was working for Universal uh, in the Waterworld show out in L.A., where I would get lit on fire and do a, a 45-foot high fall into a pool and light it on fire and have to swim out under the set with like felt like 60 pounds of uh, weight on you, you know, because you have a fire suit and mm-hmm. costume and towel. Wait, was, is this for the whatchamacallit? It, this is at Universal. Universal like, um, Studios, yeah. Wait, what was the movie? Waterworld was the movie. That was the name of the movie? Yeah, yeah. The ride probably lasted longer than the film <laughs> in yeah. the theaters. No, because yeah. I remember right totally. and like I, cause I, I remember like going to it and then you seeing it. people. You're like in a building. It looks like you're in a building and yeah. you're like up high and you're uh-huh. looking down at a fire and you see guys run across that are on fire. Exactly. That was you. That was me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> thank you, fan. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a, I wanted to just ask you a little bit about because uh, I have a little bit of background on the um, you were talking to me a little bit about the Planet of the Apes and oh, yeah. I know you played a, a human not yeah, an ape right, right. but uh, you started to explain to me a little bit about the experience of fighting with one of the apes. So you were like a person fighting the apes, right? Right. right. So just talk to me a little bit about your experience with that. Yeah, there was a, a core group of about five stuntmen um some from a group called Tempest. It's a free-running gym. Uh, one of my good friends, Scott Lang, who used to be a Cirque du Soleil acrobat for 10 years. So they're really high-level acrobats and people who do the movement. Um, and they went through a camp where, where they trained basic movement. They had these arm stilts that they would use, you know, to get a quadruped. To, yeah, yeah. to learn how to move like an ape. Yeah, motion going. And um, they did every ape in the movie that you see. So there are only five or six guys that are all those apes, and they yeah, just like exactly duplicated what they were doing, right? And they're really? in a motion capture suit with little balls attached to joints and stuff. So when you look at them on the TV, you know the monitor, you can see the ape, you know, an ape moving, and you know they're over here doing the cabbage patch. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome! Yeah, uh, who's the tough? <laughs> what what breed of ape is the toughest kind of ape? Oh, the toughest one. Um, like who would win in a fight? Like a uh, a chimp or a, or a gorilla? Or like, yeah, like yeah, a silverback yeah. gorilla. My mate Scott played the uh, big gorilla, and he was pretty tough. He was getting shot, and he was pulling people out of the 
out of fires and, and helping out his fellow chimps. So I'd have to say a gorilla. They're the muscle. Wow. Chimps are kind of a, a bit smarter, though, I think. The, real, the smartest ones are the orangutans. They're the teachers. <laughs> so could, they, could an orangutan use its, like, wiles to... Like yeah, I guess just fuck like, up a giant gorilla. Yeah, maybe he <laughs> outsmart him. <laughs> just curious, man. <laughs> so okay, so if you know you have a like, what's like the train physical training next? I know you, you started doing gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So now, what do you do to stay? What is one that is in this field do to yeah. stay in shape so that you're ready for any of these gigs? I never really got into like weightlifting. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the exercises I've done uh, throughout my whole career have been uh, body weight type of uh, exercises. Uh, I do a, a lot of yoga, mm -hmm. a lot of hot yoga. Um, <clears throat> and if I'm going to go out in the park and throw the Frisbee, you know, I'm out there flipping around and throwing and running hard to catch it. Yeah, that, that type of uh, philosophy. Right. Just kind of a generally physical yeah. like person. Just an active person yeah. more than like yeah. st staying, going into a gym and lifting weights. Right, and, and, and then in my training, like I wanna go uh, uh, clean up on my boxing skills. Um, that's half the reason I have this big scar scab on my head right now. From it's from what? Sparring, uh, doing it's, boxing. It's like you had a bump too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can get intense in there, but um, oh, so this was uh, the, the scars from boxing, from spar. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what does the other guy look like? Um, he looks okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I worked on his body. It was actually a friend of mine who was training another guy, and he wanted me to step in with him, so I took it easy on him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, it's 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 good. So I push it. I'm usually learning a skill when I'm working out. You right. know, so that, that's what it makes working out fun. And for that's me. something that can get you hired on more gigs is mm -hmm. if you're a trained fighter, then, you yeah. know, in a specific discipline, obviously, that's something else that you can get hired on. Yeah, so exactly. So on your resume under special skills. So what does it say? Like, fire? Uh, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It says yeah, special so skills. Say? Just says yes. <laughs> it says fire. It says uh, I'm a good pool player. Uh, no, <laughs> I play guitar. I'm a cancer. Um Sometimes you want to throw something in funny like that to make someone laugh and they yeah. get to know your personality. But like boxing, kickboxing, fights, brawls, high falls, fire, air rams, ratchets, um, basic car work. Um, what else? Gymnastics, acrobatics. What was your What was your thing in gymnastics? Like, what was your? Assignment? I did. I competed in the all around. So I did six, all six Olympic events. <clears throat> Which are okay. Flora. Palma horse, rings. Wait, palma horse is like that big bar. That not bar. That yeah, that yeah, like yeah. horse yeah. Thing, with two right? handles on it. Oh, and you okay. Swing yeah, circles yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So the floor exercise, the palma horse, the still rings. Uh, that's where you see the iron cross. You know, guys on the rings. Yeah. Seen it, right? Uh, vault. That's like a palma horse without you handles. Without Running handles. start. Yeah. You run and psh, vault yourself yeah, off. Yeah, right? I like that one. Not yeah. that I can't do it. I like watching it. That's one of my favorite it. ones, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine me? <laughs> I'm like four foot 11. I can't even like jump a foot on. <laughs> there are adult classes at Chelsea Piers if you're interested. <laughs> are there really? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like yeah. for like spaz is like me. Like no, I can't everybody like... go see go see my friend Hector at Chelsea Pierce. He'll hook you up. Okay. Yep. Do they have ones that are really low to the ground for short people? Yeah, you can, it's adjustable. I want to be with I want to <laughs> be like with the four year olds. I want to be in that group because I feel like they're all at the same like height level. All right. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Be like me and my buddy with our paddles. 
yeah, in the Olympic exactly. pool <laughs> with our swimmies on. <laughs> okay, and what else? There's two more. I'm sorry. Uh, right? The parallel bars and the horizontal bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you didn't become a stuntman, you'd probably be an awesome subway break dancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or a stripper. Those guys are tough <laughs> doing that on the concrete. I think that's really tough. I've done some break dancing. Well, you know the guys that do it on the there. There's this one group of people that do it on the the A train because it's like oh. the long between 59th and 125th is like okay, the longest. Okay, can I just say something about those guys? Yeah, maybe they're <laughs> talented if they could swing around, but whole it's so annoying. I'm always scared <laughs> to get smacked in the face by one of their feet. <laughs> the knockoffs are annoying. There's like an original crew. There's like three three that guys that do it that are like the OGs. Amazing, uh, yeah, now amazing. You, now you have like three 13 year olds that come on. Oh, yeah, and they're yeah. Just like swinging around, like about to kick well, you in the face. Because they're the ones that you think are are probably gonna kick you in the face. Yeah. And probably have kicked and, yeah, in the face. Yeah, they come really close. Yeah. And I'm like, please, I'll give you, I'll give you six bucks if you stop. Like, <laughs> but um, okay. okay I want to see someone set themselves on fire on the subway. <clears throat> uh, see, yes. There you go. That's that, now that's that's talent. that's what you should do. Like yep. you put on yeah. a hidden camera on the train and do <laughs> some of these. It's a funny story. I uh, one winter I was sending out uh, Christmas cards to everybody I work with, and I thought, well, let's do a, a stunty type of a, a card. So I got a, a Santa Claus outfit, and I went and bought some uh, some wrapping paper. I wrapped up some boxes, and then went down to the 81st uh, Street um, A train. Me and my friend Mark, and we shot video of me getting thrown every time a every time a train. Ooh, sorry. Every time a train would stop, I'd run in, and he'd sit outside, and I'd run, <laughs> and I'd just jump and throw myself out of the train, <laughs> like Santa Claus is getting tossed out of the train. And uh, we got a real good shot and sent him out, and went over really well. <laughs> People were looking at me like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> Have you ever been hurt doing stunt work? Uh, yeah, I've hurt my knee doing it. I've taken some cuts and bruises, but uh, knock on wood. Uh, nothing, requ <laughs> nothing requiring surgery? or yeah, 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 I've had a few knee surgeries uh, because of it. But most of, most of the time that I've uh, faced an injury is because I was training. The training is usually harder that than the works. job. Have you ever heard of any stuntman like on set and then like doing something you know hard like whatever jumping off a building whatever, and like getting really hurt yeah it's a sad thing that um uh usually every year there's a there's a death in the film industry um you know <clears throat> and we just uh, pray that it uh, doesn't happen too much you know the the thing about stunts is you know safety doesn't take a vacation right you, you want to make it look as gnarly as possible but also be as safe as possible, because you have to do it uh, multiple times right. sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where you're you're wrecking a brand new car, and there's not another one, and you have to do it, do it the, the first time. Or they're right. running a car through a house, like on uh, Green Hornet, working for Vic Armstrong, where the car runs through the house, and we have to jump out of the way, and there's no window in front of us. Yeah. So you're going off of somebody else's timing, and there's not another house for them to run to. Or through, so you you got to get it right, right, and, and be safe. <laughs> so it's not just a matter of one person doing the. They're supposed to. Everybody has to kind of work in concert to. Yeah, as a team, everyone's got to be doing the right thing. There are otherwise. Right, right. Just Is there anyone like on set looking out for your guys' safety, or are you guys just like the punching bag and no one cares? Uh, yeah, no, totally. The stunt coordinator is uh, is in charge of safety. He has an assistant usually there mm -hmm. as well, keeping an eye. If you're doing something on fire, there's. Um, usually you have a couple of guys uh, with, with blankets and with extinguishers ready to put you out. 
Um, you know, and there's signals that you use as well. Uh, like a safe if, word. If you're under distress, yeah. So, um, and, and there's a, a lot of different safety measures too. If you're crashing a car, safety harnesses that you use, uh, they keep you safe. So it's I, all about safety, really. I have a question just based on the fact that you were saying that it took a year of you just kind of trying to knock on doors and mm-hmm. just trying to get introductions to get to get into that world. How how uh, how big or small of a pool is it? Like how many? Is it pretty much the same people that that consistently work? Um, how many stunt coordinators are there that generally do these these these, yeah. these big movies? There's um. How big of a how big of a field is it, or is it? Do you kind of well, have to? Know, they kind of have to know you. Is it? It's somewhat of a small world. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of the. I mean, we all hang out together. We train together. Um, it's a tight group here in New York. This is where I started doing stunts. You know, I worked for five six years before I went out to L.A because I wanted to see the other side of the business as well so that I could be as well-rounded as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and there's a little bit of an East Coast, West Coast rivalry, which oh, is wow. kind of funny. Just like Biggie and Pop. Right. <laughs> and yeah, and it's like, come on, guys, we're all in the same world. We're trying to get the shots. We're trying to be safe. Um, so uh, hopefully, um, eventually, I can help bridge that gap because I know people in L.A., and it feels like a home now to me as well as... New York was my beginning, and I'm I'm back here now, and it and it feels like home again, and people are welcoming with uh, me with open arms. Right. So as like a Michael, you could you could back me up this, but like as an actress or a comic, it's so competitive. So with you guys, like for a stunt of like whatever it is, jumping out of the car, is there like 20 of you competing for that role? Yeah, usually how it goes is um, calls will go out, a stunt coordinator will break down a scene, find out if he needs some a double for an actor, mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's the actor doing the action, or if... Um, and that comes down to measurements. Yeah, yeah, right. you're, and, and he'll he'll say, okay, I'm, I'm going to check the availability of a th- maybe three guys or, or maybe just one guy who I really want to, to be the double. And, um, and then there's um, action actors. You know, you might get cast as a, like, I'm going to play a, a drug addict uh, next week on Gotham. Um, and I uh, talked with a stunt coordinator, sent him my picture. Hello, I'm back in town. And he said, that's a good look for the show. Um, send me a full body. You're a drug addict. And I ran downstairs. So basically he said, you, <laughs> you, we need a drug addict. Like, yeah, yeah. man, you look, you, you look like someone whose life is in shambles. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. I got this long beard right now, you know. And, and so I ran downstairs. I was looking for, I was knocking on neighbor's doors because my friend wasn't there to take my picture. And I had a guy take my picture and I sent it. He said, I love it. You're working next week. So it, uh, it's, you, you know, sometimes you're just playing yourself getting beat up <laughs> oh. do you have a, a last question michael oh man i always feel so much pressure i know the, the i always do question. that to you <laughs> i have so many uh i guess if if there is a little little boy or a little girl out there yeah whose dream is to be um a, a stunt mm-hmm. performer what what type of advice would you give them um okay the advice this is this is great because i saw the the a-team stunt show as a little kid, about six years old, you know, riding through on the train, um, taking a tour of Universal Studios. And then, you know, 26 years later, I'm working on the same lot, and it's gone from A-Team to Miami Vice to now Waterworld. And that was a huge full circle. Um, 
and, and to kids out there that, that see that, I saw the action. I thought it was the actors until I saw that show. And they said, no, those are the stuntmen who are actually doing it. And I said, well, I want to do the real action because that, that looks like fun. Right, you know? right. So gymnastics was great. It, uh, you don't have to be competitive at gymnastics, but it gives you great body awareness. And, and play as many sports as you want to. Be well-rounded um, until you find something that you really love. Uh, and stick with it because uh, the stunt people that get hired nowadays are the top of their field. They're the best motocross guys. They're the best uh, cliff divers. They're the um, you know Olympic gymnasts. Uh, you know, so be well-rounded. Take acting classes. You need you need to be able to act as well. You know, because this mm -hmm. is just physical acting. You need to be go th go through a mindset of what this character will do and then watch him and watch him move. So I, I think just being well-rounded uh, really. That's a, a good tip in anything yeah. you want to be. Just be true, the best. True. Like, cause there's yeah, a yeah. lot of people that want to do all. things. Try it all. So Try it all. Be best at, the, at everything. All right, Gabe, okay, how can people find you if they want to see some um, of your stuff or how are you? Or... Okay, you can, I have an Instagram, the Gabe Hansen. Uh, that's the G-A-B-E-H-A-N-S-E-N on uh, Instagram. That'd be a good place to find me. And if um, I'm on Facebook, Gabriel Hansen. Cool. Yeah. I do have one last question. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Are you a subscriber to the podcast That's on iTunes? That's what I was going <laughs> Look at that. You beat me to it. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Yeah. Guys, Absolutely. Su subscribe uh, to us on iTunes. Rate us positively and write comments. We really appreciate everything you guys write. If you have any health or fitness questions, yeah, put them there. You know, put them there or email us. Oh no, we don't want emails anymore, right? I mean, you I can know, tweet us. I've been I've been grabbing them from there, yeah, but yeah, whatever. Just contact us. <laughs> we want to hear from you. And uh, guys, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's the Danny Tanner. <laughs> What did we learn this week? Wait, moment? was that you who just asked what time it is? Yes. That was very sexy. <laughs> I was like, ooh. All right. Yes, it is the Danny Tanner. <laughs> As my voice is the most unsexy out of all of us. All right. Michael, what did you learn this week? I learned that East Coast, West Coast, stuntmen of America, we need to just all get along. Mm, There's no reason for beef. No, there's plenty of plenty of room for everyone. All right, Gabe, what did you learn this week? Um, no, I had your a, sexy voice. <laughs> I had Sorry. a really good time on the podcast, guys. I want to come back. That wasn't what you learned, but thank you. We will have he you did. back. <laughs> oh, he learned he wanted to come back. He, on. he wanted to come yeah. back. Yeah, that is good. He was like on the fence about showing up at all, and then, <laughs> right. then I was like, I want to come back. Yeah. I learned two things. One is for real. One is. If you want to be a stuntman, just, oh, sorry, I'm talking too loud. Um, be good at everything. Take acting <laughs> lessons. Get in good health. Specialize in something. And I also learned at Chelsea Piers, I could take gymnastics with four-year-olds. Mm -hmm. Adult classes yeah. with four-year-olds. <laughs> um, all right, Gabe, thank you so much for coming on. We would love to have you back. Thank you, thank you. I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is The Podcast.